With the first pick in the 2008 WNBA draft, the Los Angeles Sparks select Candace Parker. With the first pick in the 2011 WNBA draft, the Minnesota Lynx select Maya Moore from the University of Connecticut. podcast brought to you by outlet pass and sports ethos it's just me and carissa today doing our final season preview carissa how's it going it's going well um i'm glad to be talking to you because work is getting on my nerves <laughs> but, I but feel that. i'm good i'm good i'm glad it's it's thursday now so we're one day closer to the weekend i'm absolutely ready for the weekend and to, to not have to deal with work so trust me uh, I, I get it completely it, it's been one of those weeks, but uh, we got a lot to talk about. I mean, even though like it's just our final preview and stuff, the season's here tomorrow, today, whenever this drops for, for anyone listening. Um, so I'm really excited. It's it's crazy. We get, what, four games on opening night. My sons start off on, on Saturday. So I, I think that we're going to jump right back into it, and we're going to have a lot of fun over the next like few months. So I'm definitely excited. I know, same. I just bought my league pass a few minutes ago. Nice. I didn't even look to see if mine automatically renewed. I should probably look at that, but <laughs> I just assumed I set it up for auto renew, but I'll look at some point. Either way, I'm I'm looking forward to tomorrow and this weekend and kind of diving back into everything and really enjoying where the league is at. So for today, it, like I said, it's just us. Bailey's going to post his separately whenever we get the pot out there for anyone who wants to keep us honest, but um we're going to be doing awards, predictions, standings, stuff like that. So is there anywhere particular you would like to start with this or anywhere in particular that like you're a little bit more opinionated on, or do you just kind of want to go through it in order? Oh, we can go ahead and go through it. Okay, cool. I'm going to, I'm actually going to start from the bottom up. So like we'll do awards and then we'll kind of do standings. So uh, who is, who do you have for rookie of the year? So I <laughs> I actually have three options. Um Shakira Austin for Washington, mm-hmm. Ryan Howard for the Dream, and Kirsten Bell for the Aces. Um I just really think everyone in that system could really thrive with the Aces. So I really think she could she could potentially be rookie of the year as well. I actually really like that shot. I I think she's gonna be fantastic. I was happy to see that she made the team because I think that she's the kind of pick that fits exactly like what they need as, as they kind of transform into this new system with Becky yeah. Hammond. So I'm really excited to see where she goes. Uh, you actually had mine on there. I'm, I'm going to go with Shakira Austin. I've been saying it since she was drafted and Bailey and I have talked about her a lot as well. I think she's going to be fantastic. I think she's immediately ready to contribute. I think that Washington, I, I'm not as sold and we'll kind of get into that later when we get into standings and stuff like that. I'm not necessarily sold on Washington being, a playoff team, but I do think they're going to be fighting for it until the last week of the season. So I think she'll be a big part of that, especially if there's times when Elena Deladon is not able to be healthy. I think Shakira is going to be 
very featured on that team. So I'm looking forward to what she brings to the table. Yeah, and how do you feel about Ryan? I like Ryan a lot. I I've, Honestly, if I was not going with my heart and picking Shakira, because she's my favorite player in this draft class, I would go with, with Ryan. I think she's going to be phenomenal. I think that she was she was like made to be the face of a franchise and i think atlanta's a really cool fit so mm-hmm. i'm excited to see what she does i i just maybe i'm biased because we've we've seen it and i i don't intend to compare the leagues but i've just i've, I've i'm telling myself that the, the the notions are going to copy and as somebody who rooted for Cade cunningham even though he was on a losing team so he did not get into rookie of the year conversation as much if winning matters more i just don't think atlanta's going to win enough necessarily to be that shouldn't matter to me. To me, it should be whoever the most impressive rookie is. But Same. I think that they'll find a way to make that as a tiebreaker. And I think if if Shakira or like you said, like if, if Kirsten Bell's on a team that, that where she's a an important piece and they are fighting for or maybe a top two seed, then I could see voters having having that sort of mindset. So, but I think all three are really worthy. And I think we, neither of us mentioned Melissa Smith, but I think she's going to be very good as well. I think that that's, to me, the big four. That's why I was kind of happy you mentioned Bell, because I think while she wasn't one of the top four picks, I think she has like the inside track to be in, in that like final four race for the rookie of the year. I think she's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, and that same breath is like, as far as like adding people, I would say Nas Hillman as well. Mm-hmm. Like the opportunity with that her and Ryan have with the dream to just kind of like, get out the kinks, you know, we're young, blah, blah, blah. Like they can really do something. Absolutely. I think that that's, I was bummed to see her slide the way she did, but I mm-hmm. think that like getting to pair with Ryan and then to a lesser extent, like, because it's not just about the rookies, like getting to pair with like Ari McDonald and all three of those three grow together, I think is going to be fascinating to watch. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to, we say, I say this every year and <laughs> I, I think people like, I'm not just, I mean, I've been more negative recently, but honestly, I think I could find something that I'm pretty excited about with every team on this list. So I think that's what's really cool about the league, right? I mean, while it sucks that that there might be too much talent for them to keep everybody in the league, there's something interesting everywhere, which is a great place to be. Yeah. Sixth woman of the year. Who is your pick for that award? I have Natisha Heidemann. I, you know, I love that. I, <laughs> I, I was in on Suns Media Day yesterday, and I just with the confidence that she was giving off, I, I could totally see that. That's that's a great pick. Thank you, thank you. I just think she consistently gets better each and every year. Um, but who do you have? I have Emma Miesemann, and I don't know if she'll actually. So I'm not sure who will end up being the Starting? starters. Yeah, so I I made this. I mean, this may end up being wrong right off the bat, but. If they bring her off the bench, I think she's going to be an absolute terror. And uh, we've we've all been pretty high on this guy throughout the offseason for good reason. And I think if if she's a reserve, she is so overqualified for that. I think she'll yeah. be an absolute monster. But like I can also see her coming in that role just because of the level of talent they have it like all throughout that roster. I think they're completely loaded. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll be wrong starting tomorrow whenever she's starting for the rest of the season, but we'll see. <laughs> we will see. I, I, I wanted to get a little bit. Some of these I felt like I tried. I feel like with awards and and you'll see as we go along, I kind of get a little bit more out of the box because like I feel like everybody picks the same people for each award. So I try to go a little bit off the, the reservation for some of these, but. No, that's fine. I mean, if you um, want to go against the grain and you feel somebody can stand out and that's the thing about the W2, like there's so much talent where, you can have someone like still shine, but then you have other people who they didn't list, 
like come mm-hmm. out of nowhere kind of but not really out of nowhere to you like you mm-hmm. always had them on your list i feel like last year was really like telling in that regard right i feel like even last year like if you would like most of i don't think any of the preseason favorites ended up winning any of the awards so you just never really know which is the kind of coolest part about this is mm-hmm. there's just so much room for something crazy to happen in that vein who do you have for coach of the year so I have two. Oh, I have a Noel Quinn or Sandy Brondello. Okay, so you're gonna. I I, I could see the Sandy Brondello thing because I, I think that New York is going to be much improved, and people really want them to be improved, and will really like mm-hmm. that. We talked about it last week, and then um, I, and I, I was just talking to Akil actually uh, earlier today because uh, one of the writers at the Athletic picked the Storm to win the title. I just don't oh, see no. it. So I know that's not what you're saying with Noel Quinn, but like, so you do you think Seattle's going to be? I take it you think Seattle's going to be better than I do for her to be in the running for Coach of the Year. So I do think they'll be better than what people think, but I also just want people to like that fan base to give her a chance. Like literally, when they went through that little drought, they were trying to chop her head off, and it's like give her a chance. So I really just want her to be coach of the year to like, you know, show people what she can do in her second year. I really, I really like her. I don't necessarily like, I don't believe in the, the team as a whole. And we'll get into that more with standings, but I really like her. And I don't think any of my issues with the team are with her. So mm-hmm. I, I agree with what you're saying where people just need to kind of relax a little bit, but you know how the WNBA fan base is. I don't know. Uh, most improved player. Who, who's your pick for most improved player? So I have Kennedy Carter. Okay. As well as Asia Durr. I like both of those. Those are those are the, those are fun picks. Make your case. So Kennedy, I mean, we all know she's a star. She's a mm-hmm. star at A and M. She just needs a system where she can be that. She can be a star. She can mess up and you know not have consequences. Like she's still very young, so she can make mistakes. But I do think. She's an all-around great basketball player and can be as well. So I think in that system, hopefully, like, Bailey will give us more insight um, since he's at the press conference now. But um, I hope Derek Fisher, you know, lets her be her. But also Kennedy, like, you know, listens and is coachable and all of that. And then with Asia Durr, if she is even half the player that she was before COVID, it's going to be a great year for the Liberty. Yeah. I I also have a member of the Liberty. I love the Kennedy shout. Kennedy's one of my favorite players to like getting ready to watch them this season. I'm like, I can't wait to see what they do next. Uh, mm-hmm. I have Sabrina. I think that. Okay. I think it's finally time. I think. Her under Sandy is going to be fascinating to watch. And I think that this could be the chance. Like, if, if she ends up coming out like good to start the season, that's going to be the narrative I think that takes over the season. Just be, like and again, no fault of hers, but she's one of the narratives that catches on, right? And I think that mm-hmm. you saw flashes last year, and I think another year of experience and with a better coach. Uh, I, I also think that of all the players that Steph Dolson is going to help, I think that getting to be able to play in the pick and roll with Steph Dolson is going to help Sabrina immensely. So. Mm-hmm. I think that we're going to see a huge year from her. And I think if the Liberty are going to take that next step, it's actually going to have to be all of these people that we're saying for them, whether it be her or Asia Durr or 
even like someone like Steph Dolson, but Niger, mm-hmm. I think that I think this team's going to be better and I think it's going to be more of a team effort. So I'm looking forward to what they do this season for sure. So yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. It it definitely could be her year because last year was essentially her rookie year, right? Yeah. So yeah, she I mean, we all know what she could do at um Oregon. So and like you said, we did see flashes, but to have a full year, yeah, I, I'm I don't, you know, I don't dislike that pick. That's a good one. Okay. Defensive player of the year. Who is your choice? So I'm going with uh, Sylvia Files. I want her to run like it back it. for her last year. I like that. that. That would be awesome. It would. I think she's capable too, right? Like I think that if Minnesota is going to be good, it's going to have to be a lot of still being so. And I think she's, I mean, she showed us last year. She's the ageless wonder. She just it, like, it, it <laughs> almost seems like she hasn't lost a step. She's an absolute monster. Yeah. And yeah, what you said, um, like we'll get into it with the standings too, but yeah, she's going to have to be the best she can be and for Minnesota to just even have a chance at anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually realized that I I will name my defensive player in the year in a moment, but I realized that I skipped ahead to your MIP without actually saying my coach of the year because I would have gotten your reaction. Um I'm gonna go with Derek Fisher. Um yeah, so when you started it, I said he's gonna go with Derek Fisher. I I I've said for years that I do not like Derek Fisher, but I just I think LA is gonna be really good this year. Mm-hmm. And if nothing else, his players seem to love him. So maybe this is the year he finally seems like he puts it together, puts his stamp on the team, and, and we see something special. For my defensive player of the year, I'm going with Bree Turner. I think she's going to have to step up pretty big with for however, however long BG is out. Um, mm-hmm. We'd obviously rather that be shorter, but for for however long, I think Turner showed us, especially in the playoffs last year, just how phenomenal she can be on that end of the ball. And I think that she's going to come up big. I've, I've I've been pretty open about how high I am on the Mercury coming into this season. And I think she's a big part of that. I think she's going to be an absolute terror, especially whenever so many players on this team are going to be focused on the offensive end of the court. I think she's going to be the anchor on the defensive end. Yeah, they need somebody. For sure. I mean, even even as optimistic as I am about them, I absolutely do see the limitations there, right? Whenever it's a, it's a yeah. lot of Diana Taurasi and Tina Charles and hoping for the best and then the bench has some offensive firepower but you really don't have like the defensive end so it's a lot of it is going to fall on Turner but we saw her completely like put uh Asia Wilson in, in a straight jacket last last playoff so I'm optimistic yeah and did they did they no Asia's like two years older like Brie Turner is still pretty yeah young yeah it's it's like just watching what she did to her. It was just like it's it was absurd. I was like how, how like how like it, like it it, it kind of I'm I'm thinking she's gonna build on that momentum. Yeah, she's twenty five, and Asia is twenty six, twenty seven, twenty five as well. Yeah, so they'll both be twenty six oh. this summer. So it doesn't feel like I don't know why there feels like the difference because I was I just immediately agreed with you. I was like yeah yeah yeah, there's a difference. But no, they're right around the same age. But it, it's just for whatever reason. I'm, just, I'm a big believer, and again, we'll get into the standings and stuff in a little bit, but I'm a, I'm a big believer in Phoenix this year, and I think Bree Turner is going to be kind of one of the underrated parts of that. Um, MVP. Oh, so speaking of Asia. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, I have Asia. Wilson, MVP. It's hard to argue with, right? I think that <laughs> her she was made to play this Becky Hammond system, so I'm, I'm really... I can't wait to watch this. I know. Like I saw clips of her and Dierka Hamby doing um like shooting three drills. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like the fact they're even doing drills from the three point line, you know, like that's what they need to add to their game and they should be allowed to shoot those. It's like the, the, they're, they were like arguably the best offense last year. Right. And mm-hmm. just looking at, cause I was looking, I, I did a film study. It's going to come out it'll, by the time this pod comes out, it will come out yesterday. So today that while we're talking, um, I did one on uh, Kayla McBride for Minnesota and you were just looking at like how she went from Vegas, who was basically allergic to three point shots to a team that like let her, even though they were just eighth place, they were the gap between eighth and 12th was so large last mm-hmm. year. Vegas only attempted 13, three point attempts per game. Yeah. They they might double that this year. It, it's, I, I it's going to be insane to watch. I, I think that there might be some growing pains along the way, but mm-hmm. Asia's already arguably the biggest star in the league at this point. And I think this year's kind of going to hammer that home. However, yeah. Do you agree? Um, so I went different and it's, it's, I but like, I think Asia was probably my second choice, but honestly, I assume you and Bailey are going to take Asia. So I wanted to be different. Uh, I went with Neka Agumake. I think, mm-hmm. I think LA is going, like I said, with my Derek Fisher pick, I think LA is going to be, a sight to behold this year. And I think she is, I, I think some people have really not like us, but like a lot of the more casual fans have forgotten exactly who she is because of how kind of lost the last two seasons have been. Right. Yes. I think that mm-hmm. she's going to come out on a tour de force this year. I, I, I just genuinely think that we might be looking at one of the best seasons of her career and, and she's been an MVP before. And I, for whatever reason, I think she's going to do it again. I really hope so. Like I really like Nika, and she's just been so consistent for for them. And I'm just glad that Derek Fisher, hopefully your coach of the year, finally has gotten pieces around her. Yeah, no, I I I think this roster really fits her well too. So that's mm-hmm. I, I'm excited. So before we get into standings, is there any like bold predictions from a player standpoint or anything like that that you have, or uh, any anything like that? Um, I say. Keep an eye on the the Washington Mystics. Okay. I think they will be, I don't know how fun they will be, but I think they will go further than people think. Um, I'm really glad that Atlanta Deladon is back and healthy. Um, Of course, uh, Natasha Cloud was like phenomenal this this fall, not fall, uh, winter for Athletes Unlimited or spring, I should say. And then with Shakira Austin, being able to get in there. I think they'll be fun. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely excited to see what they put together. I'm a big believer in Mike T and I think that team is going to be like you said I, I don't know what to expect cuz like health is so hard to predict for them. Mm-hmm. But they're like just I remember like going through like a couple weeks ago with I don't even remember if it was I was writing the article or I was talking to Bailey or what but like if this team is healthy they're one of the most talented teams in the league. And yeah. it's easy to forget that because it seems like they're never quite healthy, but they're <laughs> they're absolutely loaded. And if Deladon, I think they said they're going to play in the rest of like six or seven games this year. But if if she's on the court and Alicia Clark's on the court, those are like that's two all star level level players that they just didn't have last year, and they were still in contention for the playoffs on the last day of the season. So yeah. it's it should be fun to watch. So mine, I'll see if how how hot it takes you think these are. <laughs> uh I think Kelsey Mitchell and at least one of the Dallas bigs will end up traded this season. I, I just, I think that 
there's room for Kelsey Mitchell to get traded. I think that you're already seeing them start what four rookies in Indiana. And at mm-hmm. that point, does Kelsey Mitchell really make sense for the future there with Dallas? I just don't think they have space. I think that they, they have, they're the only team right now with 13 people because uh, Satu and I forget who else is not back from over. I, I don't remember who's not back from overseas yet, but two players are, are not even back yet. So whenever those two come back, they'll have to make a roster decision again then. So I just think that something's got to give in Dallas as always, something's got to give in Dallas. Yeah. So um, I think some sort of trade is coming there. Well, I don't think that's a hot take. That's, okay. Yeah. Th- those are good. Um, I think walk will have a triple double this year with blocks. I think that, we saw her do it overseas, and I think the, just all the comments that are coming out. Like I, I think even Bib said something today in there in there in his uh, available media availability about how we can't wait to see how much more she's like let off the chain this year. I, I think she's going like she had she had a game with six blocks last year and she barely got minutes. So mm-hmm. I think she's. I mean, I, my, my love for a walk queers game is is pretty well chronicled on this pod, but that's that's one of my like bold. I don't know if I even believe it, but I kind of want to see it happen. Takes. And I mean, uh, it's, it's definitely um, possible. Yeah. And then I think John Quayle is going to lead the league in scoring. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I don't I like last year it was Tina. I think Tina might have to take a little bit of a step back because she's playing with such a loaded roster. And mm-hmm. maybe that's me putting on my Connecticut fan hat and saying that we're going to be really good this year. But I, I think John Quayle's not, I don't think, I don't know if she'll obviously neither of us picked her, but I don't think she'll be the MVP this year, but I think she'll still be arguably the best player in the league. Okay, we'll see. Oh my, you're hating on my son. Well, let's get into let, let's get into standings before we make title predictions. So, who who are the four teams do you have missing the playoffs? Dallas. <laughs> um, Dallas. I so really I, don't. I don't want to say New York because I want them to make it. Right. So, like for me, I think I think three of the teams are pretty easy. Right. Like I think Atlanta, Dallas, and Indiana are to me non playoff teams. Okay, yes. Now, whoever finishes ninth is is tough. You could tell me one of like four teams, five teams, and I'm like, yeah, that four teams. And I'm like, yep, that makes sense. But I have Washington. I know you're higher on them than I am. Mm -hmm. But, well, you said it's, is it, is it New York? I think New York's better, but I don't, I don't know. It's, I, I think that last, like last year was different because like we were waiting to see who would be the last playoff team with teams that were like 10 games under 500. I think that the team that ends up missing the playoffs is going to be much closer to 500 because I think that race for that last playoff spot is going to be brutal. Yes. Um, I'll say New York then. All right. All right. All right. So then tell me who's your eighth, your eighth team, like your eighth seed. Washington. Okay. I have Seattle at eight. Mm, okay. I maybe I'm too too negative on them. I guess I should probably believe more in Brianna Stewart's looked really good and Joel Lloyd's looked really good. I just their depth terrifies me. <laughs> I I just I think that roster is really flawed. And we've already talked about how much of a step Stewart's taken up taken back. Mm-hmm. Uh, if she's looks any worse than she did last year. <laughs> Then I just I just don't see how this team like I, I think they'll be fine like I think they'll be obviously I picked them at eighth you could tell me they finished sixth and I'm like yeah that that makes sense I think they're a playoff team but I don't think they're great by any stretch. Who do you have seven? 
seventh. Uh, well, I guess Seattle above uh, above Washington. Okay, so we're not too far off then, because this is where I have New York. So that's what I mean. Like to me, Seattle, New York, and Washington are all kind of. I don't want to say either way. Yeah, I don't want to say interchangeable, but they're all really close. I I, mm-hmm. I give the slight nod to New York just because of the youth, and and I, I think they're on the upward trajectory. But I I, I don't mind that at all. Uh, who do you have at six? Six. Let's see. Let's go. Hmm. Can't go LA because I feel like they'll be higher. Mm-hmm. I have um, I have Minnesota if that helps at all. It does. Minnesota. I, just, I agree. Maybe I'm too negative because you know I'm so mad at them. For... No, you're not being negative. <laughs> oh, we have breaking news. We'll get into that in a minute from our boy Bailey on uh, in, in his media. But yeah, I just. With Fee out at least a good chunk of the season and Odyssey Sims being the starting point guard and the player you called out earlier this week, Crystal Dangerfield, off the team, I just, I don't know what to make of Minnesota. I believe in Sill. I like a lot of their forwards and their wings. I just, I can't, like, I think they've, they're, I mean, I guess Angel could be like Vegas Angel or even Atlanta Angel again, but I just don't see it. Um, the breaking news, and this may affect, I don't know if it will affect your pick for one of the teams coming up, but Amanda Zowie B was placed on the full season suspended list. I don't, what are we on? Spot five? Yeah. I would put them in five now. Yeah, that, I, I had them higher than that, but that really, that may have shaken me. I think I have them at five now is, not that like, she's like, she was going to come off the bench for them anyway, but I just... That's a tough loss. I think she was an important part of their bench, and to lose her for the whole season—that—that's that, rough. I, I love Amanda Sawyer B, so that's a bummer. Um, so who do you have for? I have. Mm, let's go for. So let me one. On a positive, we have the same four teams mm-hmm. left. So this is—we're not too far off on each other here. I have. Thing. Let's go with aces. Me too. Okay, so uh, we're we're gonna keep staying the same. I just I believe in Becky Hammond. I believe in Asia Wilson. I just I, I keep sticking in my head what we talked about earlier in the week on the pod with that. They're who do they have at center? Can you tell me? Because I don't think they can. And I I, I like the idea of Asia at the five. I just don't know if I like Asia at the five for the entire game. Right. But if everything hits, this could be one of the most high-powered offenses we've seen in W history, in all honesty. Like, the, mm-hmm. the system, the players, the shooting. They're going to be a blast to watch. At number three, I have my Connecticut son. Okay. Why? Why do I not have them higher? Um, why? is I have so much between them and the Mercury, so why? Well, I am very high on the mercury but also i just like so courtney not the the first couple games but i mean it's only a 36 game season so it, it, it this matters the one of honors they're not quite sure when she's coming back um courtney williams is suspended for the first two games the way they're talking about the starting lineup is that the one of honor might spend time at the four but if she doesn't start there it'll probably be 
either Bree Jones or Alyssa Thomas and bring the other one off the bench. I don't know. I'm just, I think this team is extremely talented. I don't know if they have their, their rotation figured out yet. And if they don't, I think there's a chance they aren't like the dominant force that they were last regular season. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be very good. I just don't know if they're number one. Yeah. Well, of course they're not number one. <laughs> I should have seen that coming. <laughs> um, so who are you going to put at three? I would say Connecticut as well. And we have a rematch of the finals. So I actually have Connecticut in the finals, but finishing third. Oh, okay. Um, I have Chicago as my two seed because I think that they'll rest players for enough games. And then I have Phoenix as the one seed because I think even if they do, I think from like what we saw with Tina Charles last year, if she does that again with, with this level of talent around her, I think Phoenix is going to be unstoppable even without BG. And then I have I have Phoenix over Connecticut in the finals. I have to stay true okay. to myself and not pick your sky. Okay. <laughs> so do you have a rematch of the finals in the sky sky and four? I do. I like that. I like that. I mean I think I think a lot of people will, and I don't think there's any like I think that team is absolutely absurd. I just it's hard it's so hard to repeat, and I think they might be the most able that we've seen in a long time, but that doesn't make it easy. Even as, even as talented as they are, it's, it's going to be very, it, like, I think it'll still be tough because go, doing that back-to-back is such, such a chore to do, but man, are they, are they loaded with talent? I think these top three are going to be exceptional to watch all season, personally. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm just really excited for the whole league in general, honestly. I, I am too. I, I like I said, like I've been, I've been saying the last few episodes, but I'm both stunned that it's back already and feel like it's been gone forever. And I think that there's a ton of storylines, and it feels like the W gives us a new storyline every Monday whenever they're off. So <laughs> I, it's going to be so much fun. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the season with the pod and with coverage over on Outlet Pass. I think we have a lot of good stuff coming. So uh, before we get out of here for the week or for the first week of the season, do you have anything else you wanted to predict or just? type up or anything like that um no i think i'm good cool 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 well we will we'll catch you guys next week uh when we're back on monday we'll actually be talking about real life results so that's that's pretty fun uh and that'll do it for this week definitely check out I, whenever we share the podcast tomorrow uh bailey will also be tagging his predictions as well so definitely look out for that and we'll catch you next week on rebel edition